name of the Lord. Amen? Amen? God's plan is that we shall so pass his legacy that a succeeding light shall not diminish, shall be in a way more brighter and brighter to the glorious coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? This is what we are called to do, brethren, each and every one of us, to be a light. Amen? To leave footsteps on the sands of time that men, women, children, generations to come, when they leave it, when they see it, when they have seen it, they will say, yes, this is worthy to be followed. Amen. In this second prior person in Exodus 15, 2, Exodus 15, 2, he said that the Lord, when the other generation we are talking and telling you what, 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 what other generation will say or how they will remember, they say this about the God of their father. I say, the Lord is my strength and my son. And he has become my what? Salvation. salvation. He is my God. I will prepare him a habitation. My father's God. Amen. Everybody say with me, my father's God. I will exalt him. If the preceding generation has not left a legacy, a testimony that we are bound to the glory of God, then this generation cannot, in sweet memory, in adoration to God, in gratitude, say, my father's God. Our mind will go to my father's God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But before they see what the preceding generation did, in Psalm 78 verse 4, the book of Psalms 78 verse 4, the preceding generation said this, we will not know what hide them from their children. Doing what? Shooting them the generation to come, the praises of our God and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. Now, the preceding, the preceding generation, generation of the fathers, they left this legacy and they said, we will not hide them from the children, from showing them the generations to come behind, come behind the praises of our Lord and his strength and his wonderful works. And now the children later on in later generations say, Our Father's God. Because the fathers pointed them to what? To God. They left a legacy that is worthy of revelation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. There are two types of legacy, mainly two types. There are so many legacies. But there are two main things in the footsteps in the sense of time. One is spiritual legacy, the other one is material. Our concern today is spiritual one. The material is not bad, but when it is done in self-promotion, when it is done to show off, when it is done not to the glory of God, it is hard. It is not deep. It doesn't bear any fruit. But when it is done to the glory of God, when it is a spiritual legacy like the one that saw uh, Paul left, he said, Follow after me, only as I have followed Christ. Then it becomes an enduring one.
becomes one that will live to eternity. It becomes one that will be to the glory of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let us go at some of the ways that you can live a legacy. You can live through steps on the sands of time. I was walking in Hollywood one day when we went for vacation, and there was this thing on the pavement everywhere, you know, just different kind of square stuff and names of people, the little portion and say, what are those? They say it is full step of the stars or stars walk or something like that. And because they did nice movies or whatever, or have good songs, then they become popular. And so they mark them on the ground and they say, okay, these are, you've received a bigger award and they celebrate such person. That is good. I'm not, I'm not against it. But look at the legacy that seven says, Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. We start from there. Daniel 12, 3. What are the stars of heaven? I said, and they that the wise shall shine as the brightness of the from Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Whereas your legacy is on the floor, much scattered, covered with dirt and flowers or whatever, our own, if you only look at what Bible is saying and do it, and there that the wise shall do what shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that come many to righteousness as stars forever and ever. Put hands together for the Lord, everybody. Amen. If they will leave a legacy that they are compassionate, they are caring, they want to love God, they want to bring souls to the kingdom of God. And they walk every day, every time that the Lord gives them opportunity or the great opportunity for themselves to witness the souls, to bring souls to Christ, to show God, these people, the goodness, the righteousness of the Lord. What is promised here is that they shall shine as stars forever and ever in our everlasting hope. Their lives shall not be dimmed. Their legacy shall not be diminished. Because they have done one thing that God is after, that God is concerned about, not from their selling platonium album, not from their making movie that generated a billion dollars and so on. Some of them saw Godly is not worthy of watching, but from bringing souls to the kingdom of God. He said they shall do what? They shall shine as stars forever and ever. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. To be a good example. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, 1 Timothy 4, 12, to be a good example, say, let no man despise their youth. Younger ones hear this. Be now an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, and in faith, and in purity. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. He said, be an example of those who are worthy of the kingdom of God. Brethren, every day as we go out and you portray yourself as a believer, even when you don't portray yourself as one, your action is living through steps on the sands of time. Your deed is living a man on somebody one way or the other. If you leave a man that will be to the glory of God, footsteps on the sands of time. He says to be an example of what believers. That means that this is a distinct, different type of body that will do something 
charity be example in spirit, be example in faith, and be example in purity. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you don't do it like that, it will be shared. When any work is done and the burden of the cross is not tied to it, it will not be deep, it will not endure, it will wipe away with nothing. There will be nothing holding together, there is no hand to do it. But if it is done by the name of Christ and through Christ and the burden of the cross is tied to it in such a way, it will be because of the kingdom of heaven and it will endure. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Our steps, our steps should be such that when men or women look at it, years to come, if we are still in this world, as God to our reward, it will be such that it will be full steps in the sense of time to the glory of our Lord. You know, at times I like to go, uh, like the Bible says, when people passed away, the house of money. And at times, uh, I like to listen to testimonies of what people say of what has. Two days ago, I met on such uh, uh, one, a uh, man that passed away, just this uh, Friday, I met on that. But two years before then, I was reading something, I think it was in the news or something, and they say one young lady died, and it was tragic. And I said, I look at it, it was uh, one of uh, our people here. I don't know, I don't know him, I don't know the wife, I don't know the young brother. I looked it up and I googled and I searched and it was so painful. And, and it's so painful that I decided I'm going to go visit this man. Let's say the name of God. So I went to visit him in his house in Scotland to pay my con. He doesn't know me, I don't know. But I introduced myself and went. And, and then, two years later on, he was caught. Just after the daughter passed about two years ago, another tragedy struck the family. And he was caught. And I was there on his uh, wake two days ago, and uh, I always listen to what people say about something. What people say, I know the one that I came in, I know the one that I just making up and stuff like that. And one man stepped up and said, when I first came to this nation, this man gave me a job. So I thought maybe he was as a company employer or something. No. He said, I have nothing doing, and he said, instead of you just not having anything, my wife is pregnant. And, and uh, at least use this to do something for some time, take her to work, and then bring her back in giving. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Of all the testimony people were, that one struck me different because he left a legacy, he left a mark on this man, and the man was saying, from that day till today, 30, 40 years ago, even though it was a job that didn't really make much, even though it was nothing, basically, you know, he's now a big person himself and doing well, I said, I always call him boss. Because when I first came here, I have nothing, I have nothing to do. And this man stepped up and said, hey, just find something to keep you busy. You can drive, right? I drive like, take my wife to work and bring her home in the Because she's pregnant, I don't want her driving. She can manage, but just go ahead and Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. That is a legacy that stands out for him. I have a reason for bringing this story with them. Amen? Yeah. Another example, another thing we should try to do is a life of service. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. Ephesians 6, 7 and 8. 
in life of service. Many of us live for ourselves. Many of us do not go out of our way to be a life of service. Anything that will not bring dollar into our pocket is not worth doing to many. There is no more sacrifice to help, to support, to love, to cherish others, to do anything that will not be beneficial to us in terms of materialistic work. Many of us want to give even God a, a, a blessing, a sacrifice that has not, doesn't cost them anything. So he said, with goodwill, doing service as to the Lord and not unto men. Verse 8. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall receive of the Lord, whether he be born or free. A life of service. A life of service is such that we live a legacy. A full step on the sands of time that will endure. I'm going to give us some examples. A woman known as Mother Teresa left, lived a life of service. As I was reading, looking at her life and what she did, she didn't come from a reputed family or anything like that. No great education to speak of. But one thing she has is that she has compassion. She cares for others. And that compassion and the ministry of compassion led her to the point whereby every nation practically knows how to Every kind of award from Nobel Prize to everything you can, she has received it over her lifetime, even those lives. Because you live a life of service, not worried, not concerned, not so much into what to bring to herself at her passing. They say she has two clothes, two sari, the type of clothes they wear in here, and they bow to wash her clothes. That's all she has in terms of money or wealth. But her name in here today, virtually everybody, most people will know of this woman because of a life of service. When we put our God-given grace into work to be kind, to be good to others, to do things for others, that is a life of service to Christ. Knowing that whatsoever you do, good thing, not bad thing, that a man does, the same shall he receive of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In your place of work, in your home, in your church, in everywhere you are, when you move yourself from self and decide to do a life of service, today when people do a life of uh, work of service, they make sure that all the TV is there to tell you the whole world, yes, I'm doing it. I don't mind that. But there are some of us that don't have access to TV. If I call them and say, come and see me doing a life of service, they say, who are you? They only become, they don't know what The same with you. But what you do even in secret, what you do when nobody's watching, what you do when nobody's recognizing you, know that there 
that say, God in heaven, blessed be the name of the Lord. There is a God in heaven that will take note of every little thing you do. For God, for humanity, in the name of Christ Jesus. Be able to give a bottle of water somebody who need it. Maybe you show compassion to a passing stranger. Maybe it is this brother or sister. Maybe it's whatever. That you do it, God will remember. Three days ago, I received a video from I don't know what country. It's Kenya or something. I have this, this thing that I do at times when people are traveling some places. I say, take this amount, small amount, and give to a widow, two Christian widows, or three or how many of them in this nation. I don't know. I never get any answer from anybody. But I need to just give it to whoever this week. Make sure they are this week. Because that's what God has been blessing them. So I got a video three days ago from one of them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. <coughs> Not telling it for the promotion or anything. But that is something I like to do because my mother taught me as a young man and say, create a foundation. Now, people that create a foundation, she doesn't call it foundation. I reach people, they have money, they have done something. But they can create something within their own level to do for the good of humanity. You don't know who to touch. And one of them touched me and made a difference in my life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So, this woman did all these things. Another one I want to bring up is the one that called her, uh, what's the name, the, the Lady of the Lamb. Florence 19. She was born into a wealthy family, but she used to do a life of service. And she became an example for the nurses. There are many nurses teaching you, every one of us, when you are graduating, that they give you this uh, tiny lamp, lamp you know, to carry around and stuff. And memory of what she did. What she do? There was a war already. And there was a bunch of people that are being killed and men and nobody is caring for them. She did a life of service. She goes about telling to them in the dark of the night, carrying the lamp in her hand, that's why they call her the lady of the lamp. Till today, her memory is being remembered. Her work is being remembered. Thousands of grandparents are told to remember and they emulate the life of service of this woman. Down to the glory of our Lord. And I know many of us here are doing great things for the Lord. I want to encourage you. We are not giving any answer. We are not giving any video tape. We are not giving any call of thank you. But God watches every footstep she leaves in the sense of time. Know that you will be remembered in Jesus' name. Amen. And because of those things, even those that came from you, we are children. Their grandchildren, when they are not there, in the time of their need, in the time that they look for God for help, somebody will be there for them in Jesus' name. Because you have done something for somebody else. In secret that nobody rewarded you. It wasn't shown on TV. Nobody knows you're doing it, but you are doing it. You go out and hand out tracts to people. You pray for people that never showed up in churches. You do these things on your own time when you just and you think it's a, no, it is not a waste of time. There's this footsteps 
that is not being seen with the natural eyes, but it is seen by the eyes of the Lord. And Lord will call it on remembrance at the right time. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Many of us will say, well, I do it, nobody will recognize us. So also the point of the scripture that was done in scriptures about the good Samaritan. Christ used it as a parable of a life of service. Passing by, the priest turned by and looked at it above The leaders of the churches of those days looked at the Pharisees so and they walked their own way. Then again, another person was coming that is not related, they are not considered, it's not a blood relation or anything, it was a different ethnic group. And it's not like I had compassion on him. And took him, bring him up, send him somewhere, pay for the services of the physicians, and say, take care of him. If it's not enough, I will pay differently. And he said, who among these are his brothers? Today, that story has been told thousands and thousands of times. If not millions and millions over to children, to me, to you, in the scripture, but it is one work that is done and no one saw it, no one noticed it, but not did, and used it as an example of a life of service. I note, unfortunately, today that among the believers, Many a times a life of service is no more being recognized. A life of service is when you take yourself out of equation. When you take what you are going to benefit, what you are going to get, you may not get a thank you, you may not get recognition, you may not get anything. But you do it because you are doing it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You are doing it because you know that this person, that person, that whatever it is, that animal, or human being, or whatever is the creation of God, you are showing kindness. You are doing it because you know. In your deep, deep heart, that is out of love for God, out of compassion for others, and you reach out to do it. And many times when you do things like this, it may not show up immediately. You may not even recognize it again, but it will endure to the glory of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I have this thing etched in my mind. And you can't take it out. And I will tell you how that thing came to be till today. That thing is that the white people are good. That white people are very nice people. That white people are very kind people. And <clears throat> over the years, this thought has endured when a lot of them has called me names, done something that is really bad, spoken or acted really bad at a place of work or people I treat or people I do business with and so on, is still there till today that white people are good. That white people are very nice people. And white people are kind. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Only because one old woman did something for me. 
I don't know anybody in this country. The only person I know is somebody I communicated by a letter. I never seen him. I don't know who. So when I'm picked up, I was picked up from by him to his house, brother Bode, to his one-bedroom apartment. Now he walks day and night. He drives a cab. So in the morning he goes to work, and I have nothing doing. As I said, I don't know anybody. So I take myself up to the closest library at least showed me where you can go and hang out. So I go there and sit down. Day in, day out. I have nothing doing. Look at this, read that, whatever. So I, as I was there, I didn't know that somebody noticed me. I don't know if she works there. I don't know if she's uh, uh, coming there, but she noticed that I come in from time to time and stayed long hours. And so one day she approached me and said, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I said, what is Thanksgiving? <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't know what is Thanksgiving. Oh, you have nothing doing. Why don't you come to our house for Thanksgiving dinner? I don't even know what she's talking about then. Thanksgiving dinner, yes. Older lady. I said, okay. Took the address. Can't remember her face now. Can't remember what she looks like. But I went to her house. She and the husband and children. Don't know if there's grandchildren or whatever. They treated me to food. In their house, I relaxed. We chatted and whatever with my accent that is still bad, but a lot worse than then, everybody was really nice to me. And by the act of this woman, I formed an opinion because as of then, I haven't looked much at TV that says everybody is wonderful or evil or this or that. Or anybody has talked to me about the characters of this or that I'm black or what. No, I didn't even have that in mind. But her action aged something in me and I was leading and said, I say, white people are good. White people are really nice. And they are kind. Until that, from that day till today, she left a legacy in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, that you cannot erase. Because anytime something happens, or many times when I remember, I see, remember, there are still a lot of good ones among them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There are still nice ones among them. There are still good ones among them. They are still kind one that will see a stranger that you don't know and call them to your house to come and have dinner. Years later, I met a Christian. How did I meet the Christian? The company I work for said I should go do something for this person. I called him over the phone and he said, I don't want your type in my house. So I told the person in charge, he said he doesn't want my type in his house. So the company said, yeah, they are not going there. So they refused him the service. But he needed the service, and he keep calling, they say, we don't have any other person than Emmanuel to go. I said, okay, let him come. I went, uh, I went there, as of then, I'm moving up in life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
I'm already driving that my old first Mercedes. So I cleaned it up really well, dressed up really well, look really nice. Because this person said he doesn't want me, so I wanted to present myself as a responsible, why would you say you don't like me, you don't want me? <coughs> I went. His house is such that I wouldn't want to live there for free. About three or four cats and a dog. And everywhere is smelling. The car in front of the house was jacked up. I still remember it till now. And when they were to do a wound care for the wife, very nice lady. So over the period of two or three, four visits and so on, she opened up to me and we started talking. I don't know that she remembered that I'm the person who said, I don't want your type in my house. So by the time she started commending me and telling me that he's a Christian, he goes to church and he has Bible in the house and he has evidence of his Christianity and stuff. And I say, what type am I? What are you talking about? Say, the time you called about a month or so ago, you said that you don't want my type in your house. If there was a pit, he can go and bury his head. He will have done it. He turned left, he turned right, and turned around. I said, I said, yeah, you did. It's way down there. This is where you did it, how you did it, what you said insulted me over the phone. What type am I? And I didn't miss my wife. Say, you call yourself a Christian. But you know what? That woman that first created a legacy in my heart will not allow me even to be angry with such people because she has shown me that white people are good. White people are kind. Why people can be wonderful. Because that's the, what I formed when my mind is completely pure. I haven't even felt any of this kind of stuff. Later on, many things happen around the way. And I keep telling you, you can't wipe that out from my heart. Because somebody left a legacy. Why am I saying this? You might be sitting here, you may never go to TV to show it. <laughs> You might be sitting here, you may never have opportunity to broadcast the good you do. But maybe one kindness you show to people, like this woman told to me, I tell you, it has manifested in blessing to hundreds scores of white people. In her memory, for being kind to a young man that came to this nation, don't have any friend, sitting somewhere all by himself all the time, and you invited me to your house, to have dinner, what they call Thanksgiving dinner. It's now that I know what is Thanksgiving dinner. Put your hands together for the Lord, everybody. So your legacy might not be that you did something so wonderful and so great that the whole world will know it. But there's a footsteps on the sands of time that each one of us can leave for the generations to come to copy and follow after. Blessed be the name of the Lord. As we are rounding up, David, <clears throat> great man of God. <clears throat>
You look at his legacy today, it is so wonderful. But his actual life did not really reflect that in some cases. And you start to study it and see what he said and what he did. Somebody took a poll of David. Many people remembered his sin, his failures with Uriah and uh, Bathsheba, what her name was. Many people remember him killing Goliath and stuff. But he started to speak about his legacy at the end of his life. It was on 2 Samuel chapter 23 verse 1. Now remember that the Holy Spirit was using his mouth to speak. The Holy Spirit was speaking through him. It was a prophetic word. It was a prophetic utterance about me and you from God that matters. Not what the world thinks or what the world says or how the world has seen us. But what Jesus Christ, what the eternal God himself says about you, 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 or me, or anybody that is sitting here. Whether you are a man, woman, or a child. The Holy Spirit started to speak through him at the end of his life. When the sun was setting. The summary of all he was and how he will be remembered. Because some of us can say to ourselves, mm, my failures. And as a chaplain and somebody that speaks to people at times when they are passing, I've seen some of those. I need to turn them around and say, look at the other side of it, what God thinks. Once you become a child of God, you say you are sins, you are failures, you are omissions or Commissions and stuff. He said they are washed away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So this man that people are remembering. Some of people are thinking of in different light. Or in those days and stuff. Say what he said. Now this be the last word of David. David the son of Jesse. Who came from nothing. Speech of gratitude. The last of seven sons. Not meant to receive or inherit anything. Delegated to a life of being a shepherd. From there, God took him and said, And the man who was raised on high, so will God raise you and yours in Jesus' name. As I said before, your light will not be diminished. The little good you have done will be magnified in the eyes of the Lord. And your legacy shall be an enduring one in Jesus' mighty name. He then, by the word of the Holy Spirit, said, the anointed of the God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel. Did you hear any mention of the Holy Spirit at the end of his days and the end of his time, of his sins, of his failures, of his limitations, of his omissions and commission? Not one of them. This is the last word of David. Spoken prophetically as the uttered word of the Holy Spirit. And God started to show him what his legacy will be. What he will be. Go on to verse 2. 23-2, please. Verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord spake by me and his word was in my tongue. Go on, that's the Spirit speaking. It wasn't him that was speaking these words. If you go to verse 3, 
they start to show. The God of Israel said to me, and the rock of Israel spoke to me. He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. Verse 4, please. Go on. We're rounding up. And he shall be. He wasn't anything like that, but this is how the Holy Spirit sees him. As the light of the morning. Amen? When the sun rises, a morning without cloud, as the tender grass of the earth, by clear shining after rain. His life wasn't anything like this. But God left him a legacy because he was washed and cleansed and he has been redeemed through the salvation of God. He has done some good, a lot of good. And that is what God will remember each one of us by. Not our failures, not our limitations, not our sins or the failures we have. As long as they are under the blood of Jesus, you forgiven and repented of it and forgiven, and you work hard to keep to your faith, your legacy shall be great in the name of Jesus. It's up to us to do more. Show compassion to others. Be there for people who are in need. Be a Christian in deed and in truth. The song we are singing, it says, fading away like the stars of the morning. As we round up, we can stand on our feet, everybody. Losing their lights in the glorious sun. Those we shall pass away from the earth and is toiling, only remembered by what we have done. Only the Savior shall make up his jewels. When the bright crowns of rejoicing are won, then shall his weary and faithful disciples all be remembered by what they have done. You need to sketch, write, edge your footsteps in the sands of time. You need to think about it. You need to work for it. Every good we do, every kindness we show, it may leave an enduring memory on the hand or the heart of somebody. That we use it and multiply it to thousands or hundreds. That will also come back and abound because you have sown the seed. So let us not forget that God is watching you in everything we do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Fade in away like the stars of the morning. Losing their light in the glorious sun. Thus we will pass from the earth and its toiling. Only remembered by what we have done. Brethren,
One more time. I say, Holy Bread, bread. And for anybody who is watching and you are wondering what your legacy will be how will you be remembered attach yourself today to the cross take on the burden of the cross walk in the footsteps of Jesus who went about doing good and healing all that we are afflicted good in the name of Jesus and not for self-service but the service of the Lord and you are there saying how can I be part of this legacy the footsteps on the sands of time take on the name of Jesus with you put on that Jesus Christ in your soul spirit and body receive him today as your Lord and Savior call on him to grant you grace that the memory you have a memory that we have of you if the Lord tarries will be such that will abound to the glory of God in Jesus name Amen. that your service to God shall be remembered by generation to come Amen. that it will be passed from generation to generation and they will declare the work of the Lord and they will say of you the God of my fathers the God of my mothers I will follow him I will exalt him even in the name of Jesus. That the enemy will not diminish. It will not quench your candle. Rather that your light will burn brighter and brighter. Even to the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even as the stars fade as of the morning. Losing their light in that glorious sun. And we pass to our memory. To our reward. If the Lord tarries, let it be said of us that we have done well in the name of Jesus. Our brother Paul said, I have fought a good fight and I have finished that race. Let our steps on the sands of time be glorious to the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.